Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is put an end to my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. Hey, you can play football. coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. We convene here and decide 
what we're feeling about the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I can be honest with you right now, friends. I am not completely sure what I'm looking at when I watch preseason football anymore. It's not cut and dry anymore. And one of the reasons for that is probably the fact that you just don't cut the, you just don't have the cut down to 75 like you used to. So more guys get more of a chance to shine and more time to make the roster. But let's talk about you. We want to hear what you have to say. And that's what Steeler Final Score is all about. So all we need to do is you just dial up the phone, 347-850-8581, anytime, and just make your voice be heard. The Steeler Final Score is definitely brought to you by your friends at Behind the Steel Curtain. So everything you need for Pittsburgh Steeler news, features, commentary, even fun, it's on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. So make sure you check it every day, all season long, all off-season long, just 24-7, seven days a week. You just check it out. So once again, this show is brought to you by Frank Walker Law. You know Frank Walker. He's the top criminal defense firm to call in western Pennsylvania and West Virginia and home to one of the nation's top 100-ranked trial attorneys in Frank Walker. For his Pennsylvania office, call 412-212-3878, or to reach his West Virginia office, call 304-712-2089. You should also check out his website. It's frankwalkerlaw.com. So, what do you think, Steeler Nation? Three games are in the books. Do we know what this team looks like? Well, you know what? For me, it's actually hard to tell. The reason it's hard to tell is you see the first-team offense for just a couple of series, as we did last night with Ben Roethlisberger, but you got to be encouraged with that first-team offense especially with the fact Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown together, they look to be in in-season form. They actually, to me, they look really good. Also, the way Ben was distributing the ball, he, he looked decent to me. He looked like he was ready to go. Now, that one play with the fumble, you know, it was a breakdown in protection. In fact, uh, one of the guys I'll mention later on the offensive line that did not have his best game was Alejandro Villanueva. And we'll talk about him a little bit later. But he is one of those studs of, on the offensive line. And when they get together and when they gel, that is definitely going to be a vehicle that drives this team in 2017. So we saw Ben spread the ball around. We saw him throw it to Martavis Bryant, Antonio, Antonio Brown. We also saw him get the ball to Eli Rogers. And that's the first time we really saw Eli Rogers get in the mix. So those three are constants. But there are other guys trying hard to make this team, or in maybe my opinion, maybe not trying hard enough because that offense with the wide receiver depth, it looks a little shaky. I mean, there's some guys that I'm not sure exactly who is going to make the team, and that's something that we are going to talk about too. We're going to give out grades for their performance. We're going to talk about game balls. So this week, should we really give out a game ball? So I'm saying no, because when you don't win the game, you really don't celebrate with a game ball. But so if we're going to give out grades, we're going to give out an honor roll instead. So we'll, we'll uh, assign some players to the honor roll. Then we're going to, you know, we're going to assign some players to where they belong after not your best performance, detention. So that's what we're going to have tonight. We're going to have honor roll and detention. 
and we're going to talk about just where the Steelers need to go forward and talk about some of those main battles for to make this 53-man roster. So that's coming up in a week, actually six days from now. We are going to know what this 53-man roster looks like. So it's coming up. There's another game on Thursday night in North Carolina, as they traditionally, for I mean, I guess the last 15 years now, they end their season every other year in either Carolina or at home in Pittsburgh against Carolina. So that's the way it always looks. That is a constant now, and we see that all the time. So that's something that uh, we have coming up. But how much does that game mean? For some players, it's still going to mean a lot. Because, like we said, you know, they are not cut down to 75. There's still 90 players on that team. So that means, if I'm doing my math correctly, that means 37 players are going to be saying goodbye. Maybe another 10 stick around on the practice squad. But the problem with the practice squad is a lot of those players that are going to be on the practice squad are not even in Pittsburgh at this point. That's something that we've seen a lot of, like in the past, when Fitz Toussaint two years ago made the practice squad, he ended up from another roster. So um, that happens quite a bit. And, uh, you know, other players are going to pluck some guys from our practice squad that we assign and actually uh, give them a chance to go to their practice squad or give them a chance to be on the 53-man roster of another team. So we're not exactly sure, but we will talk battles also. But we want to hear what's on your mind. Please give us a call. This is your show. And you decide how long it runs, and that's basically by uh, what you want to talk about. So are we concerned, Steeler Nation? Is there reason to be concerned when we do not see a whole heck of a lot of the first team? Offense, you're going to ask me? Eh, not much to be really concerned about. The offensive line is going to gel. Um, there were some breakdowns, especially uh, on that uh, that fumble. It, it didn't look pretty. I'm glad Ben just didn't get hurt. There's a rash of injuries in the league, as we saw um, two starting wide receivers go down in Cameron Meredith um, for the Chicago Bears and, of course, uh, Julian Edelman in New England, which, uh, you know, you never root for a guy to get hurt. Um, and you hate to hear that because you want to beat a team at its best. But I'm not going to lie to you, not my favorite player in the league, Julian Edelman, but I still don't want to see the guy get hurt. Um, as far as everything goes, Martavis Bryant scared me, and not with his ability, but it looked like that was a really dirty play. A couple times in the very first couple series, I thought he was going to get hurt. I thought they were beating him around big time. So that's something that concerned me greatly, too. So let's hear from you once again. You know the number. It's simple. Just dial in, 347 850-8581. If you want to talk, you just tell us what is on your mind. We definitely want to hear from you. So let's talk about grades. You know, for me, the preseason is tough to grade. And one of my responsibilities with BehindTheSteelCurtain.com is the fact that I go ahead and assign grades, and I'll be doing them in the uh, regular season as well as the off season really hard for me to do this right now, um, especially, you know, I want to cop out and just say incomplete. That's because we're not seeing a full team right now, just because we're seeing guys out there that are not going to be on the team. But if I'm going to go ahead and give a grade to the offense, 
actually going to say for the first-team offense, I'll probably give a C-plus for the first-team offense. Um, like I said, I thought Ben Roethlisberger looked pretty good. I thought uh, his receivers looked pretty good. The running back situation, wow, without Le'Veon Bell and James Conner, that's a mess. Now, you're saying, well, who, who else do you need? You have Le'Veon, you have James Conner. Part of me wishes number 34, D'Angelo Williams, was still on that team just to provi- provide some depth. I am still concerned with Le'Veon Bell. Um, I know he's going to report. In the back of my head, I'm wondering if we will see him. Um, he says he's coming in. I know he's not going to squander $12 million, but there's a maturity level with Le'Veon that I'm not completely sure about. But um, that's just me being skeptical, and that's basically because of the extracurricular things that have led to suspensions the last few years. But um, that's something I need to put aside. But as far as everything goes, his durability is something that scares me. Um, So we need to have somebody back there that could spell. Everything I've seen from James Conner, and I will go ahead and put James Conner on the honor roll once again. Well, James looked good. Um, I know Mike Tomlin tried to fire him up, light a big fire under him by the JV comment for his special team play. Um, Without being able to see film and break things down, I really didn't see much of special teams. So I really don't know exactly what what James Conner looked like on special teams. But as far as everything goes – as far as a running back goes, he looks pretty clean. Now, Fitz Toussaint got hurt. We don't know how long he is going to be out. Um, that actually makes him making the team pretty tough uh, because he was on the bubble to begin with. He was in a battle with Niall Davis, um, who came from Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he was a guy – Davis is an interesting guy. He was a guy they were looking at a few years ago um, – as a possible draft pick in the third or fourth round, I actually thought they were going to look his way. He would have been a Pittsburgh Steeler from the beginning. Look, Niall has not done enough for me on special teams as a kick returner. He's just so-so. Um, and, you know, he had the past couple of weeks he's had a nice gain here and there, but nothing spectacular. Um, there is a huge difference when you see a James Conner in there. Um, compared to that of a Niall Davis. Um, and, in fact, I'm always rooting for a guy named Davis. That's my last name, and it gives me an excuse to get another jersey. If you see my house in my closet between my family, my wife has a Davis jersey. She has an away jersey. I have a Sean Davis home jersey. Um, so I'd like to get a number 34 Davis jersey, but I just don't know if he's going to stick. But if I'm being truthful, I would rather see – a guy like Terrell Watson, another honor roll player. I'm giving Terrell Watson, putting him on the honor roll. I really like what this kid can do. He's from Azusa Pacific, and the reason they gave him the nickname The Nightmare was he broke all of Christian Okoya's records. You know, the huge, burly back from the late 1980s, early 90s from Azusa Pacific in the Kansas City Chiefs. That guy was tough. Broke all his records in college. And, you know, he's 240-plus. He's just a big guy. He ripped off some nice runs. I really like Terrell Watson. He's a guy I'd like to see stick around. 
I don't think you could stash a guy like Terrell Watson on the uh, practice squad. I think someone would snap him up. He's a good-looking player, so that's a guy. There's two running backs I'm going to give a game ball to. Well, not a game ball, but put on my honor roll. It's going to be Terrell Watson. It's going to be James Conner. I think they're, they're a future of this team. And what have we seen with an undrafted free agent come in and uh, come in on opening day and shine for a team? When did that happen? What well, happened uh, 11 years ago? In 2005, a guy that wore 39, just like Terrell Watson, Willie Parker. Fast Willie Parker, really, I mean, he was an MVP. Not the MVP, but he was an MVP that season and helped bring the first Super Bowl victory in 26 years to Pittsburgh. That's how important it is to have depth. Because I remember 2005, like it was yesterday, getting ready for the first game. Uh Uh-oh, no Jerome Bettis. Uh-oh, no Deuce Staley. What, we've got Willie Parker in there? We've got a second-year quarterback in Beth, Ben Roethlisberger whose preseason wasn't anything amazing. Um, there were some questions coming into that. that um, there was some excitement, but there were some questions surrounding Ben on his effectiveness because of that preseason. But everything came together. He looked great. Willie looked great. Now, Does that mean that Terrell Watson's Willie Parker? I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that, you know, there's some fragility with a guy like Le'Veon Bell, and there's some fragility with a guy like James Conner. So I would trust, I would give the ball to a guy like Terrell Watson before I'm going to give it to Niall Davis and before I'm going to give it to Fitz Tucson. And unfortunately, Fitz, with the injury, might not get the opportunity to do so. So, we're looking at running back there. Now let's go ahead and, and look at wide receiver. We know Antonio Brown is the man. There's no question. He looked to be in midseason form as well as Ben Roethlisberger did. Um, Martavis Bryant, he's shaking off the rust, but he's just not getting the opportunities, um, especially like later in the game, uh, Landry Jones throwing to him, who I actually did not ha- think had a bad game. I, I didn't think Landry Jones was bad at all. But as far as everything goes, um, you know, Martavis Bryant, I think he's going to be fine. Um, You know, when you're gone that long, you're going to shake off some rust. But when the regular season comes around, I have a feeling he's going to be on the honor roll week one against Cleveland. I think he's just going to go off. And I think this is his season also. Another guy, Eli Rogers. Gosh, we don't talk a lot about Eli Rogers. But as a slot receiver – Ben has his number. Ben trusts Eli, and he's really looking to be a guy that I think is going to be like a Cedric Wilson. I keep going back to that uh, that 2005 season. Just a guy that could come in your third receiver, come in and do some big things for you when uh, the other guys are covered. That's what I really think Eli Rogers is. Now, the other spots. Two guys I'm going to mention. Sammy Coates, number 14. Number 11, Justin Hunter. Hunter had a touchdown last week. That's great. But have those guys done anything amazing to make this team? Have they really shined in any way, shape, or form? To me, not really. One of them is going to make the team. Maybe both of them is going to make the team. DHB, Darius Hayward Bay. You know, that guy 
should make the team just for the contributions in the locker room, the contributions to special teams. They could probably keep a guy sixth, keep him as a sixth man, as a wide receiver. But then you have to worry about special teams as far as a return man, and uh, then you're looking at a guy like running back Trey Williams, and are we going to keep a guy like that, and uh, who are you going to get rid of? And in that case, you're probably going to get rid of a wide receiver and only keep five if you keep a, uh, a specialty guy for special teams. And that's exactly what a guy like Trey Williams is. He is a specialty guy. Um, once again, I'm going to uh, go and give you the phone number, 347-850-8581. I would love to hear from you. Um, so please go ahead and give us a call here. I'd like to hear what is on your mind. Um, the phones aren't exactly lighting up right now. Um, only phone number I see on the board is mine. So um, if you want to hear me speak, I'll, I'll keep going. <laughs> I don't mind. But so the wide receiver position, that's interesting. A guy like Kobe Hamilton, he's going to have a hard time making this team because this is a crowded stable. But I think Kobe Hamilton offers a lot right now. And in fact, I think Kobe's offering more than, than Hunter is and, and then uh, even Sammy Coates. Sammy Coates, though, has the pedigree of being a third-round pick. And a lot of times, and Bob Pompiani on the broadcast even mentioned that, that he's probably a guy that's going to stick around because he's a third-round draft pick. And, you know, that's a lot of time an organization is trying to save face by keeping a guy like that. Um, So the wide receiver position is going to be really interesting in the next week. It has been suggested and I have not had a chance to read it. I just glanced over it really quick, and I want to go ahead and take a look at it. But a very interesting article on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com by Jeff Hartman. is It looks fantastic, and it's something I want to delve into a little bit more. But he's suggesting that the Steelers uh, get aggressive like the uh, Eagles did and make a trade and make a big-name trade or a significant trade with, with guys like that to uh, bring some other help in. So that's something that uh, that's something that they could possibly do. Um, so definitely check out that article. Really good stuff. Um, and so many, so many good things on Behind the Steel Curtain. So remember that. Hey, sports fans. Football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... 
Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, as far as everything goes, I'm not really going to touch on the offensive line that much. There's really not too much to worry about. Some interesting uh, guys that uh, might have an opportunity to make the team. Um, Matt Filer, I thought he had a better game. I thought he stepped up. He was one of my five to watch on the offense that, uh, that I debuted that article on uh, Friday on Behind the Still Curtain, and he's a guy that uh, he's out of practice squad eligibility, so he's fighting hard to make the team, and he actually looked pretty good. Uh, Gerald Hawkins, we need to see more of Gerald. Um, he's a fourth-round pick that's uh, battling to make the team. Brian Mahalik, number 69, another guy that is battling to make the team. It just depends how many guys they're going to keep. Uh, it looks like a guy like uh, you know Chris Hubbard and B.J. Finney, looks to me like they are on that team um as far as depth goes i think they've proven themselves so not much to talk about on the offensive line but a couple interesting battles um here and there the big thing on offense a lot of people ask me all the time what are we doing about tight end well jesse james is your starter you know it but another guy i'm going to give uh honor roll to is xavier grimble i think the guy's a, a pretty talented pass catcher um, also, another guy, David Johnson. He's not going to do anything sexy, but uh, he's going to go ahead and block. He's going to be your your guy that you rely on as a blocking tight end. He's the man that's – that's why he's there. That's why he came back. So uh, that stable is uh, – the stable's taken care of. But as far as everything goes, um, it's not – your sexy stable on the team. It's it just isn't. But I will tell you this: uh, Jesse James is going to make some catches for you. He's going to make some big catches for you. Uh, he almost made an amazing catch in the first quarter from Ben Roethlisberger, and he just got absolutely obliterated by the Colts secondary. It was uh, it was just amazing. I mean, but it would have been a beautiful catch um, down towards the goal line. Um, he's going to catch some balls, but Grimble is going to catch a lot of balls. So the loss of a guy like Ladarius Green, who, face it, we never really had, um, that's a guy that that you're uh, – we ne- never really had him on the team. So what we're looking at here is uh, a hard-working stable, a-, a stable of tight ends that are going to give you everything they got. They have heart, I will tell you that, and they're going to make some plays. You're going to be loving you some Xavier Grimble, though. You're going to love, be loving some 85 this year. Um, in fact, I'm going to go and make a bold statement right now. Four to five touchdowns from Xavier Grimble this year. He's going to be a guy that they trust for his offensive talent. Um, one wide receiver I didn't mention. I want to backtrack. Juju. I like, Ju- I like me some Juju. Juju Smith-Schuster. Good-looking player. I mean, he... Good player, but there's one thing that scares me. It seems like every time he gets hit, he's he's hurt. So I don't know if there's a fragility to Juju. 
Um, I don't know if that's one of the reasons he slipped in the second round because I know he did have some injuries at USC. Um, that's, but he's tough. The thing is, what happened to his knee yesterday, you thought he was gone for the game and you weren't going to see him for a couple of weeks, and he's back in there making plays. That's what happens when you're getting mentored by a guy like Heinz Ward. So um, as far as everything goes with the offense, the grade, C-plus, it's just an incomplete. And what I said about Landry Jones, I really didn't think he was that bad yesterday. And I never, I'm never too kind to Landry. I, I, I felt a little bit better about him as a backup. Me, I'd be more comfortable with a veteran name coming in. Um, I just would. But as far as Landry Jones goes, not too bad yesterday. So that's me wrapping up the offense. We're going to come back and talk about the defense right after this, and we're going to get some calls from you. Please call in, 347-850-8581. But let's hear a word from Frank Walker. Smart or stupid? Those strobing lights in your rear view, that flashlight shining in your face? License, registration, and insurance, please. The little adventure you're about to have with this guy? Uh, I'll need you to step out of the vehicle, please. Okay, so you've done something stupid. Fix it with a smart move. For DUI or criminal defense, call Frank Walker of FrankWalkerLaw.com. He knows his way around a courtroom. 412-532-6805. 412-532-6805 or FrankWalkerLaw.com. All right, we are back. Remember, FrankWalker.com for anything that you need in West Virginia or Pennsylvania. Remember, it's FrankWalkerLaw.com. FrankWalkerLaw.com. Let's talk about the defense. Um, secondary, that's, that's an area that's going to be the concern. It seems like it's always been the area of concern. Here's some things that grab me real quick about the secondary. Um, Artie Burns. I love the aggressiveness of Artie Burns, and we talked to uh, Bryce from Brooklyn last week, and he talked about the aggressiveness, and that's what he knows, and that's what what you're going to get, and you're going to go ahead and get some mistakes. But the tackling, uh, missed two tackles early on in that game, one that caused that turned into a huge gain for the Colts on that first series, Um, just inexcusable tackling. Ross Cockrell. Uh, got beat up a couple times again by some guys that uh, that aren't really your your big names. Look, Philip Dorsett, he's a former number one pick, I know, but they're dangling him. They're they're looking to trade him. He's on the trading block for the Indianapolis Colts right now because he hasn't done enough for him. He lit up Ross Cockrell yesterday. I mean, it's just it, Ross is a smart player. Just not. I mean, it's looking a little scary right now. Um, I thought William Gay was actually decent. Um, I think he is uh, holding that unit together actually, and that's something you don't want to hear from a guy that was drafted in 2007. Um, you want to see some guys come in now. Some bright spots. Um, I'm not going to say Cody Sensabaugh was a bright spot, but the guy goes in and he plays hard. And he's a guy that you know, I think he's going to be a Bryce McCain-type player. So that's uh, something we're going to go ahead and look at, too. Um, I've seen the phone light up, so we're going to go to the phone. We have area code 732 on the line, and we're going to see who we've got here on the line. Hey, it's Brian. You're on Steeler Final Score. Who's this? 
Brian Vito Manco in New Jersey. How are you, my friend? Vito, our Hall of Fame caller. It's so nice to hear you. Yeah, uh, we debuted the show last week, and uh, I missed you last week, so I'm so glad to hear you back. And I'd love to hear what's on your mind. What do you think about these Steelers through three preseason well, games, Vito? You know, it's it's funny because the last two games before this one, um, even though they started off slow, being able to pull off a victory, I thought was huge. And, and you know what? Yesterday they might have had it if it wasn't for, I think it was one of the possessions with Ben where, was it uh, a couple of drop passes when they were moving down on one drive, and then the drive before that when Villanova got beat and the strip sack. So if it wasn't for those yeah. two drives, I think they would have put points on the board. Also, Landry Jones was right at the one-yard line. Instead of pass play, maybe they should have done a, a handoff play and see if they could have just ran it in. But, you know, yeah, that's a, that really smelled of the Super Bowl from a couple years back with uh, Pete Carroll um, having the uh, Seahawks not uh, drive it in with uh, Beast Mode Marshawn Lynch and uh, go for the pass and the interception that uh, sealed the loss for them. That's what a lot of people online were talking about yesterday. I am not sure. I I keep the announcers were the Pittsburgh announcers were having trouble with that. I was having trouble with that. I'm not, you know, I'm not an apologist for Landry Jones. In fact, I'm the opposite. But I didn't think he had a bad game yesterday. I don't know. I, I want to go look at that again. I don't know if that was on him or if that was a messed up route with confusion with uh, Kobe Hamilton and, and uh, not Kobe Hamilton, number 16, um, Tucker, I believe his name is, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, what did you get on that? Because it looked like there was some confusion when he threw that slant ball. Well, I think I think the guy's a rookie still. You know, he really hasn't played much, so good possibility that he just got beat by the other guy. Jumped in yeah, so the, that that could be, um, but that is what uh, I agree with you. I would rather see them run the ball in. Look, you got you have a guy that's two forty plus that was rolling in Terrell right. Watson, and uh, yeah. I would have I would have sealed it there. But um, they're looking for long term in these games. Um, just, uh, I mean, it, it's not a big deal. Because of uh, just because of the fact that this is preseason, but it's a big deal to me. And you can see the look on Mike Tomlin's face that he wasn't happy at that result. So I'd love to get more of an explanation on that. What is your uh, feeling I mean, on the defense? Vito? I think the biggest problem, Brian, is what you're saying with our, you know, with our DBs. I think we definitely still have an issue there because the Atlanta game, you saw they were driving down the field with no problem. And then if you look at, you know, yesterday with the Colts game, didn't wasn't there like a bad missed tackle that caused a 55-yard play that could have been avoided? So, you know, look, I don't know if they're just not showing a lot of things and if they're going to change that up in week one. We don't know. Because if you think about I, I don't know if you're a sports fan as far as, as a boxing fan. I'm sorry. I don't know if you've got a chance to watch the fight last night. I did not. I was uh, okay. I was too cheap to shell out the hundred beans, but I would have loved to have watched it because I love. I watched it. Boxing. I watched it, and I got to tell you, the first three rounds, McGregor looked really good. He actually confused Mayweather, where Mayweather couldn't get in and, and throw any punches, and the guy was just throwing him off. But by the fourth or fifth round, Mayweather started figuring out how to how to get his defense going, and he started coming back with his own offense. 
And what he said at the end of the fight, because they did stop it because it was a knockout, they didn't physically fall down, but he was hitting the guy so much in round 10, and the guy couldn't defend himself anymore. Just looked, you know, by the eighth, ninth round, McGregor looked worn out. He was fatigued. You could see it. You could see he couldn't get his hands up as much as he should in the early rounds. But what he was saying, Mayweather, was that in the early rounds, the game plan they had coming in there is they were going to make the guy throw his punches. They'd wait to see him get a little fatigued and figure out his game plan, and then they would charge him, and that's what he started doing in those fourth and fifth rounds. That's exactly what Mayweather did. He kind of figured out what the guy was doing, and when the guy's firepower wasn't as strong as it was in the early rounds, he started attacking McGregor, and McGregor really had no answers. So I don't know if, as a defensive unit, if Butler's just not showing some of the things he's going to show in game one. The other problem also, Brian, could be maybe Butler's not the guy for this job. Is it possible that maybe he's just not good enough and maybe he's not using the talent the right way? I mean, I don't know. But that's going to be a huge problem if we get into every game and we're going to give a big plays in the offensive to constantly score, you know, points. We'll see. Only time will well, tell until we get you, to the first game. I will tell you where I exactly agree with you. Um, you know, don't think you do want to show too much of your hand. I mean, like poker, like boxing, you want to just uh, you don't want to just completely sit back. But so pre preseasons for not getting anybody hurt, um, not showing too much of what you have because you're still trying. I mean, you you don't you don't want to give away too much. You're exactly correct. And also um, shoring up the depth of your team. That's what preseasons for because that's why we're not seeing a complete team in there. Uh, all four quarters, and we're, we're just not going to. So we're going to see more of it. The one thing that, that did stick out that uh, we did not break, bring up, which I will give the secondary a little bit of a pass for, is the pass rush was not as good as it typically was the, the first couple of weeks. Um, there's, I'm going to tell you, they're, uh, they look a little winded. Every time I see T.J. Watt, and I think he's going to be a superstar for this team, um, but I I see him really sucking a lot of wind just standing there between plays, and maybe it's just maybe that's everybody that I'm just not noticing it. But uh, he, it, they seemed a little they didn't seem too aggressive, and so maybe that's them not showing their hand either. Um, I don't think they want to show too much because if they wanted to show too much, you you would have seen Ben in all four preseason games. Um, they are saving it, so I think you're exactly right. So that's why when I was talking about grades at the beginning of the show, it's really tough to give out grades. I'll give the defense a C just because I really don't know. The one bright spot, there's a couple bright spots. The one bright spot was Shazier was back, and he had that interception. And as good as I love Vince Williams and I love Tyler Matakiewicz, I think – I, I think Dirty Red is going to be a star in the future. Actually, I think he will start on this team in the next couple of years. He's, he's a Zach Thomas-type player. He's aggressive. He just, he's a football player, and, that's, and he has heart. That's what you want. But when you have those guys trying to get back into coverage, they, they, they just lose something. They don't have what Timmons had, and they definitely don't want, have what Shazier has. So getting Shazier back and having Shazier for a healthy 16 games is really going to help that team out too. So I, I think uh, I'm going to give uh, 
Butler a pass right now because I think uh, I think he's playing poker and I think he needs to play poker. Mm. So, um, but that secondary is still going to be the problem for this team until it shows us otherwise. But as what is your, one question for you though, Vito is. What is your excitement level on this team as far as if you had to gauge it from 1 to 10, with 10 being Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl fever, where, where are you at? Um, what's your gut saying right now? I'm not saying to predict what's going to happen, but, but where's your excitement level? I think with the weakness just being, you know, the defense, not, not the front, you know, not the front, but mostly, you know, like you said, the corners. I, I would definitely give them an eight and a half. I mean, I, I think they got an 80% chance of going all the way. And there's no reason why this team can't get 10, 11 wins this year. I mean, I, 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 you know, I think there's a good shot. We'll be in the same position we were in last year, you know, playing deep, you know, into, you know, playing deep into, uh, you know, the end of December for possibly home field advantage. I mean, we have so much talent on both sides of the ball. I mean, and our receiver core is that good. I mean, the key is going to be, can the offensive line protect Ben, give him the time he needs to make the throws he has to make? And, you know, let's see what Le'Veon Bell looks like when he gets back. Will he be rusty? Will he be able to, you know, pick up the playbook right away? Because that might take a game or two for him to get that under his belt. But I don't see any reason why we can't make a push like we did last year. Well, that's uh, that's definitely good to hear. I Yeah, I feel very... I'm still very positive about this team. Look, every team has weaknesses, and uh, New England just suffered a huge loss oh, yeah. with Julian Edelman. Sure. And you never look. I, I'm never going to root for a guy to go, go down. Um, even on the Patriots, I want to beat them at their best. In fact, as as great as the two Super Bowl victories um, in 2005 and 2008 were. They still didn't beat the Patriots, and I think a lot of people really want that cherry on top, along with the title, to beat the Patriots in uh, at their best in the in the postseason to go on and win the Lombardi. So that's something love to see happen. But that team is uh, they just got knocked down a little bit with that loss um, because I thought he was your workhorse at wide receiver for the New England Patriots. But, you know, well, there's like still a lot of excitement. It's like, it's like losing an Antonio Brown in a way, would you say? Yeah, yeah, I think so. For that team, yeah, he he's the motor for that team. Um, he, he really is. They Now, a guy like Chris Hogan, who torched us last year, um, he had two touchdowns in the preseason game after, after Edelman went down. But here's the thing. You're uh, – Chris Hogan beat you as a number three threat, and and not a not as a number one or a number two receiver because you still had to account for a guy like Julian Edelman running around. So um, it's going to be very interesting. Um, moving on to I'm, I'll move past the uh, Carolina game, and we're looking at Cleveland. At Cleveland, that's going to be a fired up fan base. Dog Pound is going to be rolling. They're going to be excited. Um, but they're also going to roll out a rookie quarterback because it's been confirmed Deshaun Kaiser from Notre Dame is going to be the number one guy, um, and he's going to start out against the Steeler defense. And that's going to be really interesting. To And one thing that the Pittsburgh Steelers do not do is they do not they have not struggled 
against rookie quarterbacks, um, especially making their debut. They've, they've actually done pretty well in those situations. So that's something that uh, I'm excited to see. I cannot wait for two weeks from tonight. We'll be on the phone talking about the first Steeler game, and that's something I can't wait for. So, Vito, I really enjoy talking to you. I hope to hear from you all season long, and um, we will uh, we'll hear from you soon. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for what you guys do. Have a good evening. And, uh, yeah, it's almost here. And I guess next weekend will probably be just a regular uh, bunch of backups, I'm sure, this Thursday against Carolina. I don't think you're going to see any uh, any of our, uh, you know, main people on there. But maybe you'll have some. I'm sure you'll see Brian. You're going to see Coates. You're going to see Hunter. You're going to see uh, yeah. Yeah, Sensabaugh and Cockerell, the guys, guys uh, looking for jobs and trying to – keep their starting position. So that's, that's pretty much it. I'll still watch it because I'm addicted to Steeler football. I don't care who it is. I just want to see these guys play. Sure. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. Have a great All right, evening. my friend. You take care. Be safe. Thank you. All righty. Bye now. Once again, the, uh, the best. you got to love hearing from Vito. He is uh, one of our Hall of Fame callers here. So, as for us here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, Steeler uh, final score, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We talked about uh, the players that we're looking at that we thought had a great great week. Um, Terrell Watson, I think he's a guy to watch. Trey Williams is another guy. You want to see what they can do with a guy like him on special teams. James Conner looks pretty exciting. You have Cody Sensabaugh battling for a job here. You've got some players. This is a team that is really on the fringe of winning it all. They just have to put it together. That's secondary. That is right now the concern. But we'll see where it goes. Remember, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Mike Tomlin has uh, his worst seasons were 8-8, eight and eight, and he is a Super Bowl winning coach. And he's a lot smarter than any of us think. And they're putting together a plan, and I think Vito's right. I don't think they're showing us their entire hand, and they're going to be ready, willing, and able week one against Cleveland. Now, look, next week we still have a game to play. We've got to make sure nobody gets hurt against Carolina. We've got to make sure that uh, we have the perfect 53, and that's what that game is going to be all about. So we will be talking next weekend. Um, after the 53-man roster comes out, we're going to delay the final score for a couple days, and we will see you next Sunday at the very same time at 8 p.m. Once again, Steeler, <laughs> I almost called it Factor Fiction. And remember, uh, I'm going to give a plug for that show. Um, Zach and Brian, a different Brian, they are going to be back tomorrow night. Um, with Factor Fiction, so check that out on Blog Talk Radio and Behind the Still Curtain. Um, that show will be back, so that's uh, we'll call that uh, Factor Fiction 2.0. Um, but as far as far as Steelers' final score goes, it's brought to you by Frank Walker Law, the top criminal defense firm to call in Western Pennsylvania and West Virginia, and home to one of the nation's top 100 ranked trial attorneys in Frank Walker. For his PA office, call 412 212 3878. Or to reach his West Virginia office, call 304-712-2089. You should also check out his website, frankwalkerlaw.com. For Brian Anthony Davis, and next week Anthony DeFeo will be returning once again to give you Steelers' final score. Have a great week, Steeler Nation, and 
as always, go Steelers. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even... Stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.